When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Oh, hi, everybody. Hey, squirrels. Hey, everybody out there. Hey, Joanne. Oh, Joanne, you're looking great today. Oh, and Henry. Henry, ooh, did you put on some cologne just for me? Oh, I love it when you do that for me, Henry. Oh, and Tabitha, oh, Tabitha, yeah, you've seen better days, but it's okay. I'm sure you'll get better. Um, anyways, um, I just thought I'd reach out and say a couple of hellos to all of you people out there. If you want me to comment about your name in the future, I don't know, send me a message or, you know, actually talk to me. I'm a real person on the other side of this voice. A real person, gosh darn it. <sighs> but why are they crying? I'm not crying. I should be happy because I have an amazing guest today. That's right. Some would call them a mother. Some would just say that they're on a show that calls people mothers. Um, it's a really cool person. I've known them for quite some time on and off again until they moved away to a whole city like 8,000 kilometers away from me. Um, this is the one and only, the incredible Toddy. Hi, Toddy. Hi. Ah, so, Hi. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. See, if if you weren't on Call Me Mother, which is coming up uh, on, starts this Monday, the 25th of October, I think. You got it. Um, a Monday show. Interesting. Hmm. I guess they don't like you that much. No, <laughs> no, no, I love it. Uh, okay. But I'm so excited. Um, yeah, before you were on this thing and you're so famous, I'd just be like, yo, Toddy, what's up? But now that you're famous, I have to be like, oh my God, it's Toddy. <laughs> I'd prefer if you didn't. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> okay. So Toddy, you're on Call Me Your Mother, which is uh, a cool new drag reality competition show made by Out TV, which is Canadian, yeah. like cool uh, uh, LGBTQ uh, channel. Um, how are you feeling? Oh, it is bonkers bananas. Remember when we were just two comedy tweens, the Toronto scene? Yes. Not getting paid. <laughs> still oh, not getting still, paid. That's still, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like. I mean, first we were like not getting paid and then the coronavirus happened and then I made negative money. So Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay, but honestly, at the time, Serb or Cur- whatever was like oh. the most money I'd ever made in a month. I know. Isn't that isn't the worst? Like I, yeah. was, I was working my Joe job at the Second City, do, slinging the phones and all that stuff, doing comedy the on phone. the side. And I, and I honestly was making more money from the government. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I had like nine hours of sleep. Like my mental health, no, my mental health was garbage. My physical health was exceptional. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So we just got out of CERB, but um, I mean, the pandemic is still lasting and it's still a thing. And 
in Ontario, it's it's definitely been stretching on. And you got the heck out of Dodge. Were you in uh, Calgary already after, when the pandemic hit? I'm not in Calgary. Oh, you're not in Calgary. Where no. are you now? Okay, I... <laughs> I thought you were in Calgary. No, I know. Everyone does. So I moved to Vancouver like a year-ish before COVID hit. And then at the beginning of COVID, um, we have like a a tiny house in a tiny small town that belonged to my grandma, Uh uh, like 15-hour drive from Vancouver. And when everything shut down, my aunt called us up and she was like, I need to get out of the city. Come with me to Castor tiny town uh anyways so we went there for two months and then came right back and to this day people still think that i live in alberta (laughs) i did like one video with my mom (laughs) yeah so that that uh small town is in alberta it is in Alberta, yeah. But then okay, I came so you right were back. in Alberta for a hot minute. <laughs> for like a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so see, once you leave Toronto and you leave the bubble, no one knows. Everyone's like, oh, I think she's in Cal- uh, they're in Calgary, you know, doing yeah. their thing. It's the okay, same so, thing. <laughs> okay, so you're in Vancouver? Vancouver, yeah. Oh, wow. So you're, you're in the expensive place. Uh, yeah. Okay. But honestly, I find it cheaper than Toronto. Really? Well, and people pay you here. <laughs> like I get paid oh. to do comedy. Oh. Not a lot, but I don't oh. actively lose money most mm-hmm. of the time that I go to gigs, you know? Okay. So you're, you're doing the comedy thing in Vancouver now. The comedy thing, the drag thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're doing comedy and drag. And so you make money in Vancouver is it do you find like now that you're you were like trained in Toronto and you went to Vancouver and no one knew who you were is that a positive thing because they're like oh you're awesome let's pay you I am awesome (laughs) (laughs) you are awesome but I always find like sometimes uh like in the city that you are um no one gives a crap about you but like everywhere else they're like oh you're cool you're like international oh, absolutely when i do go to calgary i get treated like a celebrity right <laughs> yeah yeah uh but well, you also are a celebrity now so look look my instagram count is climbing it's almost at Ooh. 5k <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I'm only halfway up to a swipe up. Oh, no, they took away swipe up. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, But, Ugh. yeah, I think it was easier. I also think that my, like, self-worth was mm-hmm. higher in Vancouver. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think I just made the decision right when I got here. I'm like, I'm not going to perform for free. I'm not going to get uh-huh. treated like shit. And right. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so Toronto, what, you came to Toronto from a different place, right? From Montreal, yeah. From Montreal. Did you yeah. grow up in Montreal? I did not. No, I grew up in Calgary. And you then grew I, up in Calgary. And yeah, then, and then I went to opera school at McGill. And oh. in opera school, I started stand-up comedy. And then I moved to Toronto to live with my boyfriend. And uh-huh. then literally a At week the time, after I you moved. Were straight, you were a total straight person. Okay, yeah. Well, according to literally no one except for my boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, yeah, except for I told him literally so many times and he was just like, no. And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> That's amazing. So when you were an opera singer, you were totally straight. And then you're like, screw this because you you still do opera but you went into the comedy 
field, right? Yeah. So basically right when I started opera school, I wanted to like act and just do like other things so that when I graduated, I could have some sort of career. And my teacher basically told me that if I did anything other than music, she'd kick me out of the program. Oh, no. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I started like improv and sketch because I could do it and not tell her about it. And Uh then I was dating a stinky boy who did stand up comedy. He's not stinky, actually. (laughs) We're still friends. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, It was doing stand up comedy and I go to all the shows and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can do this better than you. Um, (laughs) And so I did. (laughs) That's amazing. So yeah. you totally like, did you put your, uh, your singing into your comedy or did you try and stay totally away from that? It took me a really long time. Uh, I think mostly because I was doing comedy like in secret and I, I just wanted like those two separate worlds. Like comedy wow. was the place that I could fail. Opera was the place where I had to be like absolutely perfect. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I graduated, I like never wanted to sing another note again in my life. Okay. Um, but then I got over it, and now it's, like, my superpower. Okay, so you got out of school, and then you were like, okay, I did all this opera training. Opera is not for me. You were just like, Wagner can go fuck themselves. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, I actually got kicked out of the program. You got kicked out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was in third year, and... Um, did they find out? Did they find out? They found out, yeah. <gasps> yeah, and they were very, very, very not pleased. And um, I, like, started having so much anxiety, and I had a panic attack in front of my entire class. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, definitely being verbally abused by my teacher, and just, like, no one cared. In fact, <laughs> everyone, like, actively supported that because they're like, it's the real world. That's what you uh-huh. need to expect from opera directors. Oh, my God. Uh, which is a whole thing in itself. It um, really is. Yeah. 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 So I just kind of like put my head down. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a thousand percent for my uh, year end recital, which determines whether you go into fourth year. And so I did my third year recital. I performed the fuck out of it. It was like, I still have it in recording. And like, I listen to it sometimes and I'm like, I was 20 and I was like a really, really good singer. And they failed me by 2%. So I got, yeah, I got a 63 and I needed a 65 and no one would give me an answer why they were just like, your tone isn't where we want it to be, which is just like the way you sang. (laughs) Uh, And then I had the decision to like take an extra year and redo it or just drop down into like a general music or like classical voice program Uh rather than vocal performance and do a year of electives so I did that I was like this is so not worth it like fuck this school so I did a year of like McGill clown classes sound recording acting it was it was literally the best year of my life and I was doing stand-up comedy I was uh yeah I I was basically living my life how I am now just doing like a million things so when I graduated it didn't feel like my life changed at all um I was just like already working and performing and writing and doing all this fun stuff. And then, yeah, I kind of just, well, okay. So I started singing, um, because I started drag and I had so much, like I used to get like full body shakes when I had to perform. And then the first time I sang in drag, it was like no nerves, nothing. My voice opened up. It was wild. So you, you, you came back to singing finally after all of the trauma at school, which is uh, hashtag relatable. Um, 
I think a lot of people can relate with the fact that schools, especially like something that is so elite, like mm-hmm. vocal performance, you must do this, yeah. uh, like sacrifice your life to the, the satanic gods or something. Um, exactly. And, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I think that's very relatable, but like, yeah, so you had that trauma and then you didn't want to do the singing until you did comedy and then you finally found your way into drag. And that's probably like, what, four, three, four years ago? Drag? Yeah. Or was uh, it sooner than that even? Yeah, it was about, it was about uh, yeah. like four-ish years ago. Because I started Super. drag after I wasn't allowed in um, uh, spaces in Toronto because of our very fun mutual friend who banned me from them. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, f- the friend who banned people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's wasn't not that fun? About- Let's not talk about that kettle of fish too much. Absolutely, but- we're not going to. But it was a big reason I started <laughs> drag because I was like, I need friends. And um, no, that's such a contentious issue because it like it created an interesting queer comedy scene, but it also created a lot of problems. And, and exactly, and- yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the thing on record. I never wanted this person to lose their career or like no, lose what they no. built. Yeah. Like, I really, I really loved them and cherished what they did. I just wanted them to stop doing what they were doing to young queer women. Yeah. I think that's yeah. very reasonable. And um, again, hashtag so trauma. Too. We've, we've <laughs> yeah. done a lot of trauma work in the, la- in the last five minutes we've been talking. So I, I apologize <laughs> oh for that. I just got a therapist. So I'm just <laughs> like going to town. <laughs> um, I'm like, these we- are things I'm not <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to dwell on that stuff. But the, the big point no. is that um, you were doing comedy and then you you started to feel like your place in Toronto was falling away and you needed mm-hmm. something new. And I think the big thing that you found was drag as this out- yeah. new outlet, right? Oh, absolutely. And it was just such like a, I think what's really special about the King community and like AFAB performers and stuff is that like uh-huh. as much as we've been here since the beginning of drag, uh, there's not that same like expectation for us. And so it's just a playground. Mm-hmm. Right. There's not that kind of, there's not that kind of like, you must be fierce and wear boobs and stuff. Exactly. Like fit <laughs> into these one of 12 archetypes and build your yeah. entire career off these one of 12 archetypes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm the lady with the big blonde wig and I'm a stupid. And com- <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Can we talk about how amazing you are though? Like you're the first, oh. you're the first like truly camp performer that I ever saw. Is that and right? the first person. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the work that I do is like, stand up and singing in drag and I don't uh-huh. see a lot of that uh-huh. and you were the first person that I saw who did that kind of stuff it's risky territory because a lot it of is. people don't want to put them put themselves into that that um I don't know they just don't want to risk it you, mm-hmm. do you understand what I mean when mm-hmm. I say that because I mean yeah. it's oh, risky. absolutely because you you definitely put yourself into the campy territory oh yeah I mean, yeah, I just feel like doing comedy and live singing is camp. Yeah, so you you definitely understand that kind of risk. And now we're just hashtag trauma three times. It's like, oh, my God, all the all the hardships we face in the world. Exactly, exactly. Because you're part of, are you part of House of Licks? 
Yes, the House of Licks. We do Squirrel Talk, and um, yeah. we've been performing for a while. Uh, Vicky is the mom. Selena, mm-hmm. Chansa, Hugh. Um, yeah, and we're, we do lots of fun things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all are amazing. Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, yeah. So you, okay, so getting back to you, though, the drag. Um, yeah started from the comedy also and like may i say like when you were in toronto doing your comedy thing you were amazing you were in you were killing it you were at the theaters and you're doing stand-up comedy and improv and just everybody thought you were amazing i thought you were amazing oh i complain but truly it was like it was the best (laughs) thing that's ever i I complain because i can uh but like it was the best thing I ever did because I, like, made all the contacts that I needed to. Like, there was so much good that came out of Toronto. Absolutely. And there were so many people that did have my back and, like, that were giving me opportunity. Uh, so I don't want to dwell too much because I'm very thankful. No, Toronto is a, Toronto is a very, like, difficult place. Like, it's so mm-hmm. – I don't know. It's like – there's bubbles, but it's insular, but then everybody kind of knows everybody. And I don't know. It's like big, but small at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I, I totally feel you. Um, so, but then you found drag and I feel like you've, this whole evolution, you've evolved again. And you've, you've found your, your singing, you found your voice, your literal singing voice again. You found, you used your comedy and you've created mm-hmm. drag all at the same time. Thank you. I've practiced my makeup a lot over COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was such a, for like for the first like two years that I did drag, I was so good at performing, but I looked like a bugger. I was bugger city and I was proud of it. <laughs> like, there, is nothing, I'm happy. there is nothing wrong with picking your nose. Seriously. Absolutely not. It's a, it's a relief. It's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean... There, there's a lot of fear that goes into um, looking not perfect, I think, mm-hmm. in drag. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot of uh, queens and kings and things, they, they spend so much time in their room perfecting their look. And then mm-hmm. they get out in the world and they just kind of don't have a, a performance. They don't have a gig. They don't have a Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was also like performing seven days a week and uh, working seven days a week. And I was wow. like, I don't have time to practice makeup. So my makeup's going to be what it is every night yeah. that I go out. Um, but honestly, I think I think that's also taught me a lot about... Because I think like as a, as a stand-up comedian and as like someone who works to like polish their stuff, I'm always like oh, this is better now. This is better now. Like, I'm going to get better. I'm going to, do I release an album until I'm better? Do I do this until I'm better? But in that time in my life in drag, like no matter how booger I looked, I thought I was like the hot tamales, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like if you don't walk out the door, how do you, how will you even know? I mean, I think even if you walk out the door and you think you look amazing, I guarantee two years from now, you're going to look back at that picture and think it's crap. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Exactly. Don't, don't worry too much about it. I mean, even yeah. your set, your, your, it's the same thing with, you know, your stand up sets or your singing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Look, wow. We really went through it. I love it. Um, okay. So now that you are an amazing, uh, drag performer, <laughs> Um, yes. And you have perfected your makeup, which has changed a lot. <laughs> it has changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Because like, you, you started, I think, at a more 
drag king place and now I feel like you're more in like a more clown place or something yeah yeah I think I realize that it's really hard to do king very well and I applaud anyone who does it very well Uh um and I really loved like super bright bright colors and like androgyny within it and so yeah just painting a white face just allows me to like fuck around with color a little bit more easily and I think once I get better at makeup and better at putting looks together I'd like to go more mask um and but yeah I think I've I've been floating in more of like a really fun androgynous space recently yeah yeah and I love mullets I love them so much oh and mullets yes the drag mullet mullet. that's gorgeous yeah (laughs) but it wasn't until Toronto that I realized that there's like this Oh, no, sorry. It wasn't until Vancouver that I realized that there is such, like, a rich in the middle space in drag. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I feel like when I started, there was very much, like, drag queens, drag kings. Yeah. And I think more and more folks are taking up drag weirdo. Uh-huh. Aesthetic? Yeah. Okay, but sorry, you can hear my cat so much. She is just, she's like, hey, we're playing now, right? You're busy for one hour today, so we're playing. (laughs) (laughs) What's your cat's name? Izzy. Oh, hi, Izzy. She's my aunt's cat. She's 13 years old, and she's so active. We realized that she had a clogged anal gland. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, so we got that to all And haven't, haven't we all? Um, you know, it's been a while for me, but it, you know, one day I'm sure it'll okay, happen again. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get into your drag. Tell us about your drag. What is drag to you? Is it is it comedy? Is it performance? Oh God! You'd think of after spending a month talking about myself in interviews that I'd be better at this. <laughs> I'm still like, ow! I'm just here to have fun. Oh, that's um, good. So you're here to have fun. I like that. I'm here to have fun. Honestly, like I, I love uh, like one of my favorite bits to do is opera karaoke, where I get the audience mm-hmm. to sing along with like classic opera songs, and that's cool. um, yeah, just do like a, a switch on what the mainstream is. And truly, I grew up with those songs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm like, this this was my Madonna. Like, mm-hmm. Mozart is my Madonna. Um, wow. Yeah. And then just like, I, like 90% of what I do is live. I will very rarely lip sync unless I absolutely have to because okay, I so hate dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know okay, three so dance moves and I do them too mm-hmm. much. Uh, yeah. I mean, am I? I don't know. Watch Call Me Mother season one <laughs> and see. <laughs> And of course, you're on Call Me Mother, which was probably a pretty crazy experience. You applied for that and got on. I did, yeah. How how did you feel when you actually got the call and were like, oh, (laughs) oh, Uh, really? Yeah, no, literally. (laughs) I I got like scouted, I guess, in December. Uh Or like I got a message, which I think a lot of us did, uh, to audition for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I asked them, I was like, are you actually casting AFAB people? (laughs) Because I don't don't want to do this and not even like have a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like, yes, we are fully committed to this. So I was like, okay, Uh, put my audition video together. It was very, very, very silly. And then they asked me to do like this little um, like sister show. I don't know, like group sext that show on OTV. And I was like, oh, this is a good chance for me to be like, I can write jokes and I can write them and say them on screen. Yeah. 
So I did that. It was very funny. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> made them laugh a lot. Uh, and then I got the call in, uh, what was that? April. I got the call in April. Yes. By the time we got our runways, it was, by the time we got like our looks, it was, we had two and a half weeks before our flight left. Okay. So, had, so you had about two and a half weeks to prepare. Yeah, and we got Pretty? our call after Drag Race got their call. So, like, every single wig person, Ooh. every costume maker, everyone was booked. And as someone who doesn't dance or sew, perfect candidate for a drag TV show. Oh, my God. Do you know what's so funny is that the climate of designers and stuff in Canada has drastically changed. Like, yeah. I, I go and call, like, somebody and I'm like, hey, can we make something? And they're like, oh, I'm busy. I'm booked until, like, next year. I'm like, because everyone is on these goddamn shows now. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah. And some designers, like, were only allowed to work with certain people. And, like, oh. uh, so, and it got to the point where I was like, like, I don't have a lot of money, uh-huh. but I have the money to pay someone. I just need to find literally anyone who to will do, do this. Please mm-hmm. take my money. Um, <laughs> so that was stressful. It actually, it worked out so well. My girlfriend my lovely lovely girlfriend uh uh-huh. had a covid exposure at work a week before i left uh-huh. uh which was like the best thing that could have ever happened to me because <laughs> they were home for five days straight it was like a low <laughs> risk exposure uh-huh uh-huh but you're in present company with them so you're gonna get covid one way or another if you're if they have exactly. it um, yeah, yeah yeah like luckily both of us were very safe but we had like five days at home together we worked 12 hours putting oh, these looks together uh yeah it was we played like we played mahjong we smoked weed we drank a lot <laughs> and we fucking glued and sewed everything under the sun wow so that's very impressive i mean definitely as we uh we start uh to watch the show we're gonna have to keep that in mind like you worked your butt off only two and a half weeks like that's impressive um, yeah, did- and my looks were not the most impressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll have to judge when it comes out. Look, but, uh... and please do, please do. I want people to read me. <laughs> oh, they God. Read you to filth. Read you to filth. <laughs> and then your personality, I, I you and your personality is crap, and you're, you're untalented, so, ugh. Exactly. I literally... Mess. The package has fallen apart at the Canada Post. I got none of it. Have you? Was this the first time you applied for something like this, or like got scouted for something like this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I knew that I wasn't good enough at the time uh, mm-hmm. for a larger drag TV show that we will talk about. Um, oh, the CDR, the Canada's Drag Race. The can't. Oh, is that what it's called? Okay. Uh. Oh, I don't know. I just call it CDR because they don't <laughs> want to call it Canada's Drag Race. They don't want to give it that dignity. They don't deserve it. <laughs> Sponsored yeah. by Shoppers Drug Mart. What the hell? <laughs> well, and when I got on, they're like, oh, did you imagine that you'd get here? And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> I've never seen anyone like me. Like, there's been really, really incredible AFAB performers and trans mask folks but like I don't know a lot of them make art and I feel like that's a big thing within like the AFAB and non-binary community within drag is that like a lot of them make art yeah and I do not I make comedy yeah yeah there's still there's still like a lack of representation because you know we all have to be daring enough to go out there and and then there's just the standards, like you were talking about. Like, there's the standard drag queens, 
You know, mm. there's the 12 standard drag queens. Are you mm. one of them? No? Mm-hmm. Well, then you're a drag king, I guess. Or mm-hmm. you're an AFAB performer, which is relatively new. Or androgynous. Exactly. Or or yeah. drag thing. Or alt <laughs> drag. Or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's bizarre. And it's isn't bizarre. it so funny, though, that we have all these, uh, like, divisions, even within such a niche thing as drag in the first place? <laughs> right? Right? Absolutely. It's like when people flavor kombucha, it's like, babe. I know. It's like kombucha. It's does anybody fizzy still alive drink? water. Does anybody uh, drink This is that? actually a kombucha bottle filled with water. Hello. Are you a kombucha? Are you a kombucha lover? No, I was so hungover last week. And so <laughs> I thought that this would be nice. And I kept the bottle as my water bottle because it cannot be trusted. I don't know why. I can keep like a $3 water bottle that I buy for months. Mm. but then as soon as i actually pay money for one it's gone the next day so you get the swell and you lose it or it gets a puncture wound it just like spontaneously explodes Mm -hmm. (laughs) you get it yeah so call me mother season one is gonna be very cool peppermint's on it crystal's on it barbada's on it yes like we had no idea who was involved in it we knew what what we were bringing and that we had a, a plane ticket Yes. And then we got put into like a tarped van. <laughs> well, yeah, because you, you, ha- you would know nothing. You would be like, I don't know what this is. It's because I think no. they were calling it the unnamed out TV competition drag reality yeah. show or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun, oh. though. And like the cast is, I'm so excited for everyone to just like meet my siblings. Like we all love each other. We talk literally all the time. <laughs> Do you have the group text going? Absolutely. Chat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and so now that you've gotten back and you've done the eight episodes or i think it was um yeah. like do, how is that how is the anguish of the waiting and like the all of that what do you mean you know oh, like, the, like until it pre- oh my gosh it was awful <laughs> yeah like the waiting until it premieres or like the followed of like oh my god i did that i said that this happened you know that kind of stuff how was that Wait, like worried about what I said on TV? Well, all that stuff, like oh, the results and like, did you get in your head? Did you, did you cry yourself to sleep? Were you catatonic for a week? Well, I came back. <laughs> yeah. I was really depressed when I came back, but only oh. because it was like still locked down. Uh, yeah. 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 But it was like right when the vaccine rollout started and, um, oh yeah. I think I was just like. I think I was sad because I have so many things going on. And for the first time in my life, I was one place with one task. And like, people are so stressed out in the show. And I was like, we have one thing to do tonight. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, I loved it. So like one thing to do on the show or one thing to do once you got home? Oh, like one thing to do on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, then I had to come back and work my eight jobs and <laughs> do right. all these things. And I think that was the hardest part. Uh, and just like missing my friends. Cause it was such, we got there and we could just like be around people. Like we knew that we didn't have COVID. We knew that we didn't, it was just, it was so special to be like in a room without a mask with people. Yeah. 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 I bet that, I bet that just like was nuts. Yeah. Ooh. Like just to be able to be normal for a hot minute exactly. in a very, in a very weird, not normal circumstance. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's happening, finally. I have no idea what I said, (laughs) ever. Is it a total blank? Like, you can't remember anything? Oh, you just filmed (laughs) so much for one episode. (laughs) Like, three 12 to 16-hour days for 45 minutes. It's like, I... That you could piece together my words to be like, I really love Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, and you're like, I was just talking about euchre. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Gosh darn it. Me and my euchre addiction. Um. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm not going to grill you anymore about the show because I'm sure everyone else has grilled you about it. And But I'm just so you're pleased. You're the first that- one. I mean, other than my peers, who's like, who's your mother? Who's your mother? Who's your mother? Is it this person? Who's your mother? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, literally, no one knows. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, no one knows anything. Okay, cool. Cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Hmm. 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 I'm interested Mm. to see how this is all going to turn out. Me too. The first episode (laughs) is really, really exciting. (laughs) Yeah. And it's... It's definitely the episode that we know everyone's going to be a part of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did that math? (laughs) Interesting. Can you imagine if, if like, you're not on the first episode and it's like, oh, we we already got rid of Toddy. We had had a (laughs) pre-thing. Exactly. I was only there for the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, they didn't pass the trailer. They were done. (laughs) Uh, Let's dive into this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Not Call Me Your Mother. (laughs) But mm. call me your mother. Call me your oh, mother. What's it called again? Call, call, call me, me your mother. daddy. Call me zaddy call or something. Call me daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's call me daddy Dallas Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to be the spinoff? Call me daddy. Absolutely. So, just like all drag kings or just, I don't know, porn. Just porn. That's the porn. It's just porn. Yeah, it's just porn. <laughs> it's honestly the natural progression. Okay, I took notes for this okay, episode. So, what so, a bonkers bananas episode. It kind of was. Like, this is going crazy. There's so much drag race. It's so hard to keep up. But um, this was nuts. Can I start by saying mm-hmm. that we would have done so well in this challenge? <laughs> oh, you think you would have done well? Uh, that's, you're speaking very highly of yourself. I know I would have done well. <laughs> yeah, I know I would have done well. What would you have done as your uh, drag Lexa voice? Oh, honestly, I would probably stick, like, very Siri, like, kind of like, hello, how are you today? I mean, or like, because it would be so fun just to have her say awful things, like, I'd really like to fuck you today. How are you? Oh, are you doing well today? Maybe you are a basic bitch. (laughs) Like a Gigi Good in Snatch Game. Kind of like that, yeah. (laughs) Just like, oh my god. Siri saying inappropriate things is really funny. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Good morning, you hoe bitches. Exactly. What What would your drag Lexa be? Do you have, do you have uh, something else? Mine would probably be like a, a Jennifer Coolidge. Ooh! You know? Like, hey, guys, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's another day. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want some fun music? <laughs> Just like a really sad Jennifer Coolidge, like Jennifer Coolidge on uh, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 oh fuck that um the new show. Uh, fu- oh, oh oh yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it, but the new thing she's on, whatever it's called, the one yeah. in Hawaii. 
Yeah, yeah. She's only yeah. a couple of oh things right now. Okay, so yeah. uh, this this episode though, okay, it started <laughs> with uh, we have to talk about a double mm. chante. Um, oh, undeserved. From last episode, undeserved. Do you think it was undeserved? Yeah, absolutely. They just had to do it for this episode. Do you think it was just because they needed even numbers for this episode? I, think so. I kind of think it was for even numbers. They wanted yeah. four four on a team. Ugh, okay, just... before we do that, can we talk about Victoria's gone? Oh, Victoria's gone too too gone too soon. I am so sad about that. Representing the AFAB community, of course. Yeah, and just representing good drag for the first time ever. <laughs> I'm just so pleased that I have had so many awesome guests on. Like, I've had yourself. Um, I've had Geneva mm-hmm. Convention, who was the mm-hmm. previous winner of Camp Wanakiki, and, f- oh like, first God. cisgender AFAB drag queen winner of that show. What? I know. they yes. won- She won, which is amazing. Um, and, and then just seeing Victoria Scone on Drag Race UK... I'm seeing so much amazing AFAB and androgynous drag out there right now. Yeah. And it's really a moment. So it, it's exciting. It really buttered my biscuit to see her scone gone. Yeah. Like, oh. Just hear a little scone. Do you, um, want to sing a, do you want to sing a dirge or something in honor of Victoria? A dirge? You know, a, a, an operatic dirge. <laughs> What's a dirge? It's a song you sing at a funeral. Like, you know. Oh, like, oh, Victoria's gone. Yes, yes. You have a too soon gone. Oh, too soon. But we won't forget your face. Oh. Pastries on your dress with lace. Did I do it? I think that was great. Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. That was Puccini. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Stunning. (laughs) Signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. Victoria, RIP. Um, RIP. Rest in. Well, I mean, she's fine. Honestly, she's. Well, fine. I also just love the fact that she's just like a big old Dykarunski, you know. Huge. Di- and I say I, that like as a big old Dykarunski. Uh, yeah. yeah, like I love AFAB drag people, especially the lesbians. Ah. Do you know what really disappointed me? Actually, I haven't talked about this. Was there was no pit crew for Victoria? Thank you. Because it was just all guys. And I was like, you know, Victoria's in the room too. Can't you get like a busty blonde? Oh my God. Absolutely. Or even just like, just like a mechanic (laughs) butch, you know? Just something. Like, come on, put a lady in there. Put him into like a white tank, hair slicked back, like L word. Oh, uh, uh. I, 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 I'm confused. I, I don't know. It was, it was. I volunteer. You can I'm available. Maybe you, maybe you can be the next pit, pit crew. That'd be amazing. Um, okay, so this episode they start off with a crazy mini challenge. They talked a bit, but it was all just boring. I, I found it yeah. really boring. They were just oh, it was awful. Line. It didn't make any sense. It was just emotional garbage and producery yeah. and blah. Let's yeah. get on with it. So RuPaul comes in and says, here's a mini challenge. <laughs> Who likes it doggy style? By the way, are you into doggy style or is that your preferred position position or? Uh, no. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Give Good me a nice answer. trip and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're into kitty style, right? Right, kitty, kitty cat. Right. right, Izzy. Yeah, cute oh. little kitty. Oh. Yeah, Izzy, when she had her anal gland problems, used to lick her butt <laughs> literally so much to the point where we were like, are we interrupting something? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she's into butts. She's into doggy style. So uh, this is the wackiest mini challenge ever. They are, un- unless you, are you into puppy play? Like some gays are into puppy play. I assume this is a puppy play thing. Uh, like maybe, I don't know. So oh, maybe is it maybe some gays are, I am not. I mean, <laughs> I'm boring lesbian sex. <laughs> I, I don't understand it personally. I mean, I don't know. Um, the But yeah, so one of them dresses up as a handler and one dresses up like a dog. And then they have to put the person through this obstacle course, and then they dance uh, to some RuPaul song. I thought it was, it was really so, weird. It was so <laughs> weird, and the edit was so messy. It was not. I I know that I was supposed to like really engage in watching it, but it was like hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Next. Um. Okay, but one question. Would you have, if you had to do this, if you were on Call Me Your Mother and they did the doggy challenge, um, <laughs> would you have preferred it? <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I call my mother a dog constantly, so she's Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, would you prefer to have been the handler or the dog? I think the dog. The dog? Because the dogs get to have more know. fun. I guess. Yeah, or like Lisa Vanderpump it up, you know? Mm. Yeah, I feel like that was a perfect Lisa Vanderpump moment. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, RuPaul chooses one of these people to win. I don't know how. And they don't win anything interesting. They win a trophy and a dog collar. Okay. Like, what? Yeah. Where's my $5,000 to PetSmart? <laughs> like, I'd buy so many fish. Uh, so Crystal wins. Crystal and Scarlet. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we get into the real challenge of this episode, which is Draglexa. So they have to market, market this thing called Draglexa, which is, I don't know, like an Alexa with eyelashes on it. Um, and they have yeah. to come up with a way to market it that's fun and interesting. Honestly, they don't get a lot of direction. They just say, market no. it. Market right? it. Right? And I mean, I think that's some of the problem I have with drag race is that you're set up to fail. And I feel like when you succeed, it's despite odds rather Mm -hmm. than them actually wanting you to do well. Okay, squirrels, we're going to take a minute and we'll be back. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, we're back, squirrels. Oh, we we just uh, had a nice break. Did you let your cat out? Did you bring <laughs> I don't back know where in? she is. Oh, the cat's gone. Wow. I lost her. Bye forever. <sighs> Always losing the cats. Always you never you can never find the the cats, as they say, or the yeah, they say that. Or, no, that's definitely a saying. Have you found a clitoris at all? Have you ever been able to find the clitoris? I've, I don't even know what one looks like. So It's been a treasure trend. Treasure trend. It's been a treasure trend. <laughs> it's been a big old treasure trend. Uh, have I ever found the clitoris? Um, mm-hmm. It's a honestly something that uh, people have told me about. And mm. my girlfriend and I are dearly hoping it happens. <laughs> 
Well, you're doing better than me. I, I never want to see it again. Um, it's so on the inside, good, right? I, I mean, everything I wear is detachable, including my boobs and hips. So I'm sure I can buy one on Amazon. Um, Absolutely. Okay, so we're doing this Drag Lexa challenge. They yes. t- split into teams. Um, one is led by Scarlet and one is led by Crystal. Yes. Um, and essentially they start preparing. Team Scarlet seems like they know what they're doing. Um, they have Carissa on that team. Sorry, Chariza. Oh, my Chariza. Gonna hate. I always say Carissa. Chariza. 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 Say it with me three times fast. Chariza. Chariza. Like the sausage. I know, but I have. I think of her as charismatic. I think like that's her girthy why. clit. Can we talk about? I'm so you mean over a b- girthy chit. What a, a girthy chit? Like chit? <laughs> yeah, people are always like, "That's a meaty tuck." I'm like, "What about the girthy clits out there?" Right? Like, absolutely. Like, what? A, like a meaty vagina is a real thing. Is a real a- thing. I have a full-on fupa. Like, come on. What's wrong with that? Come on. What's wrong? Exactly. It should be celebrated. What is wrong with a meaty tuck? And Chariza has a beautiful hmm. ch- uh, chorizo sausage that turns into a meaty <laughs> tuck. And that's great. Oh, my God. And she just flat out was like, I have a big penis. I was like, penis. yes. <laughs> but she didn't say it like that, but... <laughs> Well, it was pretty much like that. I think that was a pretty good impression, actually. Um, <laughs> also, apparently, has a degree in like advertising and marketing. So I thought yeah. that team was on the right track, perhaps. Right. The other team, uh, Charity, seemed to be the only one <sighs> contributing. The other three were just sitting back, had no idea. They seemed yeah. like a mess. Yeah. Fast forward to they're in the room and they oh, do it. This is so sorry. Okay, you and I have both made sketch comedy videos. Yes. Yes, Hillary, yes. Yes, we have. Yeah, there's, I think it's like learning how to sew when you go on Drag Race. Like, you should Uh do it a few times by yourself to understand what goes into it. Uh huh. And also, like, they're, I think some of them, they didn't really get the point. Like, this is advertising and marketing. Like, you still want to advertise the product in an understandable and simple way that is comprehensible. Exactly. Team prepared, Team Scarlet. I thought they were going to maybe do well. They Mm -hmm. go into the room and it's just. Oh, Number God. one, why did they decide to have people just appear as Draglexa while Draglexa was already on the screen? And they didn't even change clothes. I was so confused. Yeah. No, it was just really bad. <laughs> it's like, I was hoping that maybe they would like, maybe do like a filter, like make them look like holograms or something, but there was nothing. Yeah, it was awful. So team prepared was a mess. And then team mess comes in. <laughs> team prepared was a mess. And Charity obviously took control. Yeah. Uh, thank God Charity did take control, oh to be my honest. God. She was getting so much flack. Because all of the girls were so pissed that Charity was taking control. All of the yeah. confessionals were just like, I can't believe that Charity is taking control right now. Oh my god. None of them had offered anything. No. 
Absolutely zero. <laughs> they were just Absolutely like, we'll do zero. it. We'll just do it. We'll just do it. We'll put on drag. And they and we'll said that. It. They said that in their confessionals too. <sighs> I don't even want to dwell. On- so they were so terrible. And like, okay. For all of our viewers out there, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? When you don't look, you listen. Listeners. <laughs> mm, uh, when you're doing point. like sketch comedy or something, you need to find the funny in it. And anything mm-hmm. you do has to go back to the funny. Mm-hmm. So why is it? You just like write. It can be like two words why it's funny. Mm-hmm. And then everything you do has to amplify that. And that's like, I feel like such a basic rule in comedy. And Yeah. Oh God, everyone was so bad. I also, I've just been thinking <clears throat> a lot of the time when they've done advertising challenges before on the show, it's yeah. been individual advertising true, challenges. True, true. Like think of Alaska's red yeah. perfume or whatever. It's yeah, like yeah. red for filth. Um, yeah. They haven't really worked together or like when they did their political campaigns, it was always true, by themselves. Yeah, yeah, and most of the infomercials have been solo. That's a very good point. Do you think that that doing this as a group challenge completely uh, messed this up? Like, I I don't... Like, did not work? Because sketch comedy is, like we were saying, a lot harder than people think it is. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly, yeah. Uh, I think that's a very, very good point. The fact that this was like, yeah, the, the first time that they've done something like this that I can remember, uh, and that there was no direction for it. And it's not even just sketch comedy. Like, if it was just a sketch, it could have been funny, but it mm-hmm. wasn't just a sketch. It was a mm-hmm. sketch that needed to sell. And, like, exactly. selling is really hard. Yeah, and they should have just put a template together for them. Be like, this is, this is the, like, fill this in with, like, Who's going to do the voice? What are you going to say here? This is your X, Y, Z beats. Whether or not the beats are going to be funny or not, at least they're going to fall into this. So what did you think of when later on the episode, RuPaul gets really mad, hates both of the sketches, um, but then says, you know what, though? I'm not going to get angry at you. I blame myself. I should have looked at your storyboards. I should have given you more help. I mean, I think that's so fair. Yeah. I think it's 100% fair. And all the girls were just, like, shitting themselves. They're like, Rue's pissed off, Rue's pissed off. But I don't think – I think this is a failed challenge on the producer's part, to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. I think they were just like, we got a green screen, so I guess we're going to use it. (laughs) That's what what I think we say a lot on Squirrel Talk is that Yes, looks are really important and they're hard and and stuff, but don't underestimate things like sketch comedy. They are exactly. much harder than you think. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And this is the thing too is that we praise we praise looks because the better you get at it, the harder it looks. But with comedy, the better you get at it, the easier it looks. Oh, good point. Thank you. Thank you. Have I made this point on the show Call Me Mother? <laughs> yes. It's just like you, yeah, because you kind of just make it look effortless, but it's like, oh, that exactly. wasn't effortless. I was in my room all night. Yeah, I've actually trained for nine years to be able to do this. Thank you very much. Uh, I know exactly what makes an audience laugh, and I know the structure of all of this. But then you get on stage, and it seems like you're just making it up because you have to have that spontaneity to make the audience laugh. 
Yeah. Like, do you think I'm this good at interviewing naturally? No, I had to do multiple years oh. of enduring Vicky Licks and Selena Vile talking at me. It was terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's exactly um, what I was thinking. Uh, thank you for echoing that. Vicky. Yeah, I was like, she's it. too good at this. You heard it from the mother's mouth. You can call her mother. Um, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call me mother. <laughs> After we have the scenes, the advertisements, the dumpster fires, whatever you want to call them, uh, we always have this moment in the workroom with one of the girls. And today it's Scarlett and uh, Kitty. And Scarlett's talking about how her mom has uh, CIPD, uh, which is, I guess, a breathing issue. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That moment. I thought you meant the moment after their runway. I don't want to be a piece of shit and be like, I loved when Scarlett talked about that. I was mixed up. It Um, is a Scarlett-heavy episode. It is a Scarlett-heavy episode. Scarlett is the protagonist of this season, it seems. (laughs) Really? The protagonist or the antagonist, but it's very Scarlett right now. Um, is a antagonist. <laughs> they're definitely antagonists. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I have to give a moment to Kitty's Got Claws um, <laughs> for looking like a complete Neapolitan ice cream listening to Scarlett's story about their mom <laughs> because it was just like red red beard. <laughs> brown face and like white forehead it was hilarious it was just like a melting neapolitan ice cream just listening to this story it was great um (laughs) oh my gosh um and uh, and definitely you know the mothers the mothers are a big a big uh takeaway from this season they talk about the mothers a lot that must you must relatable content since you call people mothers on your show right sure (laughs) <laughs> do do you call your mother at all or do you my have, real do you, mom your real mom oh my god we talk on the phone like every day so you you actually do call your mother so i call my mother all the time yeah yeah when she found out i had another mom you should have it was cool. and do you do good. you have a not that we want to do spoilers let's not go there but do you have a drag mom before call me mother no i've like hardly ever even had a mentor Mm. uh yeah yeah no I've learned mostly it was just like kind of personal choice because I feel like like I know how to do a lot of things and I think I need do a lot of things that are not drag <laughs> uh-huh and I so mean, I feel like traumatized by some of your mentors in the past yeah too. yeah like quite a few of them uh-huh. uh so I think I think if I had a mentor, it would be like a mutually beneficial career person. Is that terrible to say? No. Like I have a I big, beautiful community and like we we support each other. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think, I feel I think like, mentors don't always last, you know, like you, sometimes no. you don't, they don't work out or, you know, exactly. Just, yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, you're is on. That, call me, so, call do you have something to say mother. to Vicky? <laughs> yeah, this is calling out Vicky again. So, you heard it here from uh, my new drag mother's mouth. Um, <laughs> Toddy is now my oh, mom. Okay. okay. And uh, <laughs> deal with it, or 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 zaddy, or whatever you want to call yourself. And um, do you call your mother? Yeah. If you say your mom's dead, I'm going to be so mad at you. No, she's not dead. She's just dead to me. No, no she's, oh. she's fine. 
no, she's, she's fine. fine. That's fine. as good as dead. <laughs> I call my mom. I call my mom. I have to call my mom. I'm getting married soon, so ugh, I have to what? call all the time. Ugh. Yeah. To your sweet, sweet fiance? Wait, you were yeah. engaged a while ago, weren't you? Yeah. Oh my god, your fiance is so lovely. Then we like had to push it off. Um and then you hate hap- him? Oh yeah, because okay. I freaking hate his guts. <laughs> yeah. Um specifically. No, but then COVID happened, so we had to push it off more. Um, but we're just gonna get it done. But yeah, that's crazy, right? <laughs> that seems like a good reason to get married to just get it done. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, it's like just can we just get this over with? Um <laughs> I told my girlfriend last night, I was like, please don't propose to me. <laughs> I was like, that's the last thing that I want. Not right now. I can't handle it. <laughs> um, I don't think ever. You know what? Honestly, save it until you like your, your fame starts dipping yeah. down a little bit. That's what, Boa, <laughs> that's what Boa did. So, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Wait, is Boa engaged? Boa got engaged right at, like <gasps> about six months after... Uh, Canada's Drag Race. Oh my god, I forgot. Because Bo was engaged to Connor, who was on yes. our show. Who was on your show? It's oh my god. It's like the fireworks. Oh, Connor <laughs> is like an angel. Just being able to talk about Connor makes me so happy. <laughs> yes, the wig zaddy. Uh, Connor and Lucinda are all on the show, yeah. right? As the salon experts or whatever yeah. they call them. And Fahrenheit. Oh, and Farrah was a judge and choreographer, I think, right? You'll see. Yeah. Something like that. Well, she's going to talk about that because she's going to be on uh, our other Squirrel Talk (gasps) for Canada's Drag Race. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, uh, listen to that, I guess. Oh, Uh, fine. I'll listen to a (laughs) podcast. Wow. (laughs) And I might have another one of your brothers and sisters on sometimes. Oh, please do. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Uh, Okay. Um, I don't want to hear what they have to say, though. Let's keep going. We have so much more to talk about. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. So um, here's a question for you, because you're a comedian, comedian, person, funny person. Scarlet, do you find Scarlet funny? Like, okay, I feel like, okay, but when she said, I'm not interested in talking, thanks. Like, I feel like she doesn't mean to be funny, but I laugh <sighs> at her. Is that fair? <laughs> I think she's like a gay Harry Potter. Like, that's oh the Oh my funny God, absolutely. Thing. She's also like such an exceptional TV personality. And like, who, she makes, who are we to judge people who make such good TV? Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, but I don't really find find people funny who are just like oh she has a cockney accent therefore that's funny is it oh yes. boy, i'm gonna go over there and punch that guy in the face oh like is that funny or is that just like laughing at someone's accent i'm sorry have you never learned the number one rule of comedy have a cockney accent accents <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah accents have you heard of them they're actually really back in now <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, just ask Lawrence Cheney. I mean, Lawrence Cheney. Cheney. She literally only won because she's Scottish. Hasn't said a funny thing in her life, but well, she's Scottish, so no. Well, except for poor Ellie Diamond was like, I'm also. But Lawrence is actually pretty witty, so oh, Lawrence yeah. is super funny. Yeah. Next, next, next. Okay, so now we're at the runway. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm so ready. I took notes. Okay, so we've got um, Alan Carr, Michelle, and Leanne Pinnock from Little Mix. Very cute. Oh, is I that love who Little she's Mix. from? 
Yeah, she's one of the girls from Little Mix. So she's just a Little oh. Mix girl. Love Little I Mix. I listened to my first Little Mix song like last week. <laughs> yes, you've got the power. Oh, <laughs> you've got the power. You've got that. That's the only song I know. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I listen to like Heartbreak City or Heart Heartbeat Anthem. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's good. I'll have it's to listen. Uh, RuPaul comes out looking like a glamorous uh, evening gown poinsettia. I thought it was Christmas or something. A peenie? No, not a peenie. Oh, no, a poinsettia. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> My choir used to sell those. I was, like, triggered. She's also doing these nude illusions all over the place in cool areas constantly. Oh, it's really neat. Right? I feel like, like she learns one new thing about, like, costuming or wigs, and she's like, that. I will wear illusions. a white wig until there are literally none available. <laughs> Um, okay, so the runway is expanny, Henny. So the looks are supposed to look expensive, I think. Is that what you yeah. got out of this? Yeah. Okay, so what is an expensive look to Toddy? What, what does expensive? Toddy? Yeah, oh. what would Toddy do for expensive? I would have probably done like a piggy bank. Yes. Like a cracked open piggy bank. Yes. Yeah. Right, because you're so right, because expensive... The definition of expensive is money. So it has, there's something about the look has to be about money, right? Yeah. Or like assume it's money. Okay, cool. What would have you done? I love that. Um, Expensive, you know, uh, let's just say I would have done um, the Monopoly Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Looks like the Monopoly Man except drag. That would be fun. (laughs) Like top hat and everything, uh, and then the yeah. beard moment. Well, and that's the thing. I feel like like runways have been losing their concepts. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can get away with so much if you have a really high concept. And that's so true. But we both, I think, have very camp minds. Like it's true when it's like do an expensive look. It's like oh, let's do something stupid and it's camp and it's, it does amazing. Um, but some people yeah. don't think that way, and we definitely no, see that also on the like, runway. Everyone's seen a beautiful gown, so you're going to be red for it. Whereas no one's seen the Monopoly Man on Drag Race, so they can't be like, "That's bad." But we have nothing to hold it to, so good job. You know what else I might have done is just like I would have come out in uh, just a basic dress, but it would just have the tag on it, and it would just ha- it would just say a lot, a big price. And then I just have the receipt and I'd be like, this dress was actually really expensive. I know it doesn't look like it, but. That's so funny. (laughs) That's so funny. You know, like at Holt Renfrew or something, you walk in and it's like, how much is this handkerchief? And they're like, $450. And you're like, what? Are you like, "Eh, I'll get none. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Okay. So first up, we've got Ella, Ella of a day coming out in this luxurious black contoured gown uh and this piled up old lady hair it looks really boring really basic and then she turns around and there's just jewels going down her back which is very only good part of that look in my opinion (laughs) i would have loved if it was like a full open back and she was Uh just naked You wanted to I was sell really her body? waiting for that. You what? wanted to sell her body. You wanted to sell her body or something? Absolutely. <laughs> it was so much funnier. I don't really like it. I mean, I get the expensive thing when she turns around, but 
It still but it didn't, also looks didn't like, look expensive. It still kind of just looks like dollar store ornaments all over yeah. her back. Yeah, exactly. And that was the thing with most of it. Like most of these runways. It she was did like, look I know old. you can get those on Amazon. She did look old, though, old and glamorous. So I guess, like, you know, as they say, the old people have all the money. So She looked like 40. (laughs) (laughs) She she looked much older than that. She looked like she was 60. Like, it was straight out of, straight out of, like, a 50s magazine or something. Which would make her, what, 90? (laughs) Wait, oh, my God. What was that? Uh, What was that movie? Um... With like uh like the detective and like the piano key kept playing. Uh, knives anyways, out. There's knives like, out. No. Knives out. Yes. Was it knives I remember out? Okay. the old lady in that. Yeah. Yeah. And she was just at like literally five jackets that were fur. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I yes, feel yes. like that's also maybe what I would have done. Yes. Or yeah. Like, murder, like murder, old murder money. On the Orient Express or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Totally. Yeah, Very like true. I'm wearing all of my expensive things and I don't care. And they're passed you know, down. You know um Clue, the movie Clue with Tim Curry yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Any I love the opening music to that song that show that uh, movie. Anytime I, I have a reason to play that, um I'm happy. So Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about this. Okay, so Ella. Okay, yeah. Ella, uh, I'm going to give this look a cut. Um, Now, we kind of, we nut looks or we cut looks. So it's either cut or squirrel? No, nut or cut. Nut or cut. Okay, cut. Absolutely. Yeah, I think this is just a cut. I, I, uh, the back reveal doesn't save it. It doesn't work for me. Can I squirrelt? What's a squirt? Like <laughs> squirt, but squirt. Oh, because you can't. You don't want to not. You want to squirt. Yes! I love it. Okay. Oh my no squirt for me. Toddy has created an amazing new term for us on uh, the podcast uh, for AFAB performers and, and ladies and, and people who squirt. Squirt. Um, we now are going to call it squirting. Okay. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. <laughs> There's very little I'm squirting on, but let's okay, go through so, it. So this is, but this is a cut. This is not a squirrel. Yeah. Okay. Now Scarlet comes out in a white suit um, with some fur and a pimp cane and some like Miranda Priestly hair. What do you think? I loved it. Love it? Mm-hmm, I loved mm-hmm. it so much. Okay, I hated you, how much love? I loved it. What do you oh, love I just loved it? like... <laughs> It looked expensive and it looked mm. New York and it looked like, okay, but I feel like she could have gone more like Cruella with it. Right. Okay. And but- she absolutely should have kept the chain or the cane and then had like big jewelry on her hands. Right. So do you, you think she, like the explanation of the, the, ex- the money or the expensiveness is just that she played kind of like old rich lady? <laughs> Yeah, like I love the idea that this old woman's a pimp. Right. I I think the character sells it. Like I yeah. really like this look. Yeah. And I'm all about yeah. a character. So even though I I don't love Scarlet sometimes, I like this look. So this is enough yeah. for me. <laughs> I like I'm mildly squirrelting over it. Okay. So a mild squirrel. Okay, perfect. It's very Monopoly man. I could see this happening. Yeah. So Kitty's got claws. Um, do you want to talk about Kitty's look? The nude illusion. 
was it that (laughs) it's like kind of a nude illusion it didn't necessarily work because you could see the neckline and she's got um payettes and little gold coins all over the place yeah it felt like when you crack open your piggy bank and you're like i thought there was more in here (laughs) there just like wasn't enough (laughs) like you can buy you could go like to sirens you know it was kind of like like, the mac store a basic bodysuit with a couple of things attached to it but not enough maybe yeah exactly like you know when you owe your friends and you're like this is on me and then you see the check and you're like oh it's not on me like that's what this felt like yeah you know the one thing that might have saved it though for me was just the fact that uh she had the the gold coins all over it i thought that was really camp and really silly it was fun it was fun so i guess i would give this I'm going to give it a mild nut, like just barely a nut. Those gold coins saved it. I'm going to give it just like, like a, like a, a a tiny tree cut. Okay. Perfect. So like you're, you're giving it a cut. I think that's a balance. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, eh, I don't know, but Mm -hmm. it is very like money penny, James Bond or something. Um, It's fine. It's fine. Just. So Teresa, uh, I love Teresa. And I kind of think this look is cool. It's a gold cowgirl. Okay. It was also the only look with a concept. Concept. Yeah. Gold rush. Gold rush. Yeah. She took the idea and said, look, I don't have enough money to buy myself an evening gown. (laughs) So I'm Mm going to be smart. And she did the gold rush. I thought it was fantastic. The belt. Oh, ah. I know. And it had the detail with the bull belt, gold, uh, you know, fringe uh, jacket and everything. And it's all gold uh, color. And yeah, it's like, I think I get gold rush from this. And also I think it's really funny. The idea of this um, Latina Spanish woman going out to like, I don't know, California or something in this gold (laughs) jacket to participate in the gold rush. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> I think the one thing that could have amped it up would have been like if she would have come out with like a literal money bag or something yes. or a shovel just to sell oh, the story so a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a money bag as a purse and then like, yeah, that would have been great. Because like when she told me the story, this happens a lot with Teresa. Yeah. When she tells me the story, I'm like, yes. But I yeah. don't necessarily get it right away when she hits the runway. Yeah. Yeah. I love her so much, though. So I'm just like outfit or not. I'm squirting all over her. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a yeah. nut. It's a nut. It's, Wait, it's take soft. a deep breath because I am squirting. <laughs> it's, a so, it's a soft nut. Uh, so Crystal. Uh, Crystal comes out in a fully savrovsky bodysuit, which is transparent with another bodysuit underneath, which is a full female nude illusion bodysuit. Uh, or something like that. It was <sighs> so sexy. You think so? <laughs> I was bored. But that that's a good point. Because this, it's very, Crystal has shown us a lot of looks that look the same. Yeah. And that's this was the exactly the same. All and her Crystal's shoes. Looks. Did you see her shoes? Everything is crazy. No, 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 no. Her shoes were garbage. Were they bad? Oh my God. They were just like beige strappy heels. Oh, she didn't have shoes. She didn't have shoes for it. It was so bad. I feel like the shoes could have redeemed it. Like big crystals on the shoes or something. Like, but the shoes were not the one. Well, I will say this. Uh, 
if if their bodysuit was actually covered in Savrovskis, like actual Savrovskis, that bodysuit is really expensive. Like, yeah, we re- know she has money. Yeah, but like <laughs> ridiculously expensive. So I guess it is expensive, honey. Um, but it she's so one note. All of her looks look the same. Yeah. I've been saying this the whole time. She is stunning, but stunningly basic. And yeah. um, I want to see something different. I exactly. need something different. And, like, we've seen beautiful queens. Like, I think Aquarius is such a good example of someone who's just, like, polished, beautiful, perfect, also definitely came from money, likely. Uh, But, like, she really (laughs) fucking proved herself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, you can't survive on just your looks. They definitely help. uh, And money Mm -hmm. is such a fun game that some people play. Um, But, Uh Uh yeah, she just really needs to show us why she's – show me why you're there. Show us more. Show us a different silhouette, for Christ's sake. Um, yeah. It's a beautiful silhouette, but mm, um, if you're just a look queen, we need looks. So up next, oh, sorry, I, I cut this. I cut this. Do you cut it? Oh, absolutely cut. Yeah, yeah it's a little basic. Yeah, cut River. down the forest. Bye. I hate nature. Um, River. Up next is River Medway coming out in this red oh. and gold East Asian inspired um I don't know. Like, it's like just a glamorous look. Um, She was so beautiful. With the, like the silk. I don't know if it's actually silk, but it looks nice and beautiful. And it was so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Her hair too. And just like, she looked like a fucking princess. Yes. It's very princess. And I, I don't, you know, a lot of times they were, they always mention things like, well, good for you showing off your culture. It's like, what about her culture? She's, she's British. Shut up. But, <laughs> but no, I do understand what they mean, but no, this look still looks very expensive. Like yeah. it's just this silk embroidered thing. And she yeah. looks like a princess and that's not, this is cheap. what she spent all of her money on. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand percent and it was so worth it she looked so beautiful and she still took the time to show us her culture that's what i want you to say so it's like um yes. <laughs> river medway's total nut for me what a gorgeous look i am nutting i am squirrelting you nut and squirrelted oh my and goodness that, yeah. i know i can do hard things you better check yourself down Literally. there my goodness <laughs> there might be a lot going on it's like a blister or something oh god it's bleeding okay here comes charity case oh wow oh my god this look was one of my favorite things that i've seen it Uh was perfection Mm -hmm. everything went so well together the detail i just want to like i want to do mushrooms and stare at it you know right like i think i learned things about the the evil tooth fairy jewel fairy whatever it is oh god the it bodice so is encrusted. Good. The horns are encrusted. Everything's encrusted. She's got the wings. Um, and this is what I, like, don't love about Drag Race anymore is the fact that, like, looks like this should save her. Right. You know? And I feel like the looks don't even, like, people spend so much money on them and they don't even matter anymore. Yeah. Why does a look like Crystal's when it's it's stunning but it's the same old, same old, save crystal, but a yeah. look like this, which is stunning, exactly. but it's not drag race, quote unquote, yeah. or Glamazon, not save charity. That's I a mean, good look, we could, we could ask that question about a lot of things on drag race. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's, yeah. 
that's that it. I did like, understand what the judges were saying that uh, Charity has showing been showing us a lot of ugly face constantly. Um, and I do think that Charity is a little bit one note at times, just like Crystal. Like these drag yeah. competitions, I think are all about changing yourself up, like mm-hmm. showing them multiple sides of yourself. I mean, she looked beautiful in the challenge. Well, I agree. I agree. But yeah. I want to see more than one aspect of yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like at least once, like, mm-hmm. and Which I, we that's saw. why, I, that's why I'm reading Crystal Versace to filth. Despite mm-hmm. the fact she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, Crystal, we need more. Get ugly, yeah. get a different silhouette, something else, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, charities look, I mean, it's uh, impeccable. It's gorgeous. I, it's a total nut for me. Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Squirt the house down. (laughs) Flood it. Flood it. It's flooded. (laughs) Finally, we have Vanity. Um, Comes out in a beautifully matched uh, bodysuit. Nude Mm. illusion. Just dripping with jewels. I thought this was gorgeous. I thought this was gorgeous. I thought so, too. And I think the fact that she was like a chandelier, the concept sold it for me. Yeah. I think it actually would have looked more expensive if it was against a black bodysuit. Just to like have that contrast. I thought the jewels kind of blended in a little bit. Mm. Does that make yeah, sense? I, mean, I, I like the idea that the jewels are just dripping off her like naked body and it's cute. Oh and, yeah, that's fair. But it's cool. so hard to do that effectively. I think she was pretty good. Like the matching was pretty good. So mm-hmm. like it's one of my favorite looks that she's worn. My yeah. one problem is that her goddamn wig is the same every week. It's true. It, it's it's true. the same red uh, finger wave yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, I just want her to change it up a little bit. I know. I know. Um, so I, uh, this is one of my favorite vanity looks from the neck down. So I'm going to nut it, but I, ugh, I want to see different hair next week. I really do. <laughs> uh, for the concept, and you know I love a concept, uh-huh. I'm going to nut it. Work. And the yeah, concept I'm is not going to squirrel, like... but I'll, I'll allow a nut to be in my presence. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you nut it, but you don't squirrel it. Well, amazing. <laughs> okay, like, well, I'm not going to get excited about it, but I understand its importance. So those are the runways. And now we just have to talk about um, what happens. There are no winners for the challenge. So that means yeah. everybody is up for elimination. Everybody yeah. is potentially in the bottom. And so RuPaul essentially asks the girls who should go home and why. Yeah. And one by one, essentially everybody says Scarlet or Charity. And I think Cheriza says Vanity. Probably because mm-hmm. Teresa's being clever and she's just like, I'll just say somebody else so I can save face. Oh, ho, 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 I'm Literally. clever. Um, I would have done that too. I'd have been like, no, I'm not mm. getting to this mess. No, I'm just going to throw it at Vanity. Oh, she can take it. Right? She can take it. Yeah, she can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, not, let's not go after the touchy girls. Vanity's fine with this. <laughs> um, but wow, Charity and Scarlett both went mental after being called out by all their sisters yeah oh my god okay so now we're at the point where scarlet was like i'm not interested in talking thank you and then just stormed off (laughs) 
Okay, we don't want to do any reveals, but like, did you have any tense moments when you were on Call Me Mother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, and I don't think people realize like how intense it is. Mm-hmm. And that like you're put into this very intense situation with like yeah. very like no contact to the outside world, no support when you go back to your room. Like it's mm-hmm. it is isolating and mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. I mean, so I was fine. Your, you can, but you can really get in your head, like really, really, really crazy. So yeah, exactly. Charity definitely takes it a little bit better, but um, she's pretty miffed. Um, and Scarlet goes full on mental <gasps> and like leaves the room. So yeah, Scarlet is not okay. And I think, like, I mean, okay, she's what she. Uh oh, somebody died. Oh my god. <laughs> Nobody will be squirting in this house tonight. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, how old is how old is Scarlett? I think she's in her mid twenties. Is she? I think it's twenty five or twenty. She's not one of the nineteen year olds? No. No. Oh my god, I thought like, she was a baby. No, she's not wait, <gasps> maybe. I don't okay. know. Well, like, this is why I feel like people, before they go into shows, need to do hard things. <laughs> right. You know? And, like, prepare yourself for how hard it is to be in this much, like, stress and tension and, like, all of that stuff. And I just don't feel like she had any of the coping mechanisms for it. She's probably been, like, praised and celebrated. And also, okay, I think this is also a conversation that we need to have within, like, the drag community is that, like, we work and work and work and work and work our careers for these opportunities. But, like, this is not what it's about. Like, at the end of the day, the viewing parties is what drag's about. And, like, the community that comes together for it is what it's about. As Trixie Mattel always says, the real race starts after drag race. Exactly. Exactly. We have Scarlet and Charity in the bottom, and they get to sing Shirley Bassey's take on Big Spenda. <laughs> I mean, that was that was I a mean, great lip sync. Classic, classic drag song. Classic. Um, <laughs> um did did you like the lip sync? Was it was it your style? Did you love it? Oh my I god! Mean, I would watch Charity perform all day. <laughs> I thought she did such a good job. I mean, like Scarlett's pretty when she performs. She definitely had a better lip sync than last week. Uh, I mean, it was it was just kind of. I thought it was very disappointing because last week we had Scarlett and Charity in the bottom. They were both saved, and now we're just back here again. We have Scarlet yeah. and Charity once again in the bottom. Yeah, and um, like what which I mean, I feel like they also kind of did that on purpose. Yeah, but what to a be waste like, of an episode! Yeah. What a waste of an episode! Couldn't we have had Veronica yeah. Green on here or somebody or <laughs> right? I don't I know. know. We love Veronica. So Charity gives us full. <laughs> evil fairy camp yes scarlet, and scarlet turns it out i think as uh rupaul's drag race drag queen yeah. would and yeah. i think that was the difference um yeah scarlet chantes do you, do you agree with that 
Uh, no, but I feel like that's like super subjective. <laughs> yeah, it's. Mm, uh, it's well, like talking to my family about politics. <laughs> it yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Being like, Char- I just we're just not going to be on the same page about this. <laughs> Charity is the Bernie Sanders of drag. Uh, she's not for everybody. Um, but those who love her. But those who love her, love her. <laughs> and she might be a little extreme for your tastes, but, uh, well, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so Charity sashays away, and uh, we've lost our super alternative drag queen on the show. We've lost our AFAB drag queen. We've <laughs> mm. <laughs> We're beginning to lose all of the... The diverse ones were well, starting what's to. What's the point? Yeah, we're just ending up with the pretty white twinks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess that. Absolutely. Oh uh, well, at least next game next week is snatch game. <gasps> I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Who would you play in snatch game? Oh uh, well, I can't say. Well, if I'm ever on the show, but I I do a really good Margaret Atwood. <gasps> That's so funny. Exactly. <laughs> Just what I was saying, but the thing is, I'd like to correct you on your point. Um, oh my god. Wow. Um, I would do Putin. <laughs> you do Putin, Vladimir? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I have big dog and uh, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh yes. my god. Well, I will put the... I will put big lady in front of me into tiny test tube, and I will put big hockey player into also test tube, and I will mix them together, and there will be no drug, because we do not drug in Russia, and we will shake them up and make mega baby who win every Olympic. (laughs) And then you just ride off into the sunset on a horse. Absolutely. I eat 12 egg day. (laughs) He eats 12 eggs a day. I would... I would definitely just bring eggs to the set and just start oh eating God. them or like cracking Absolutely. them into a glass. And a then I would definitely have times. a little horse prop that I could ride around on. <laughs> and he swims for two hours a day. He swims for two hours he a day? He swims in a lake in Russia for two hours a day. He literally, you should see his daily schedule. And then I'm he does sure. karate every day. <laughs> I'm sure his he does schedule. <laughs> I'm sure he also slays a dragon every day and rides a nuclear bomb and has sex with at least three women. And Okay, here's the thing. I just don't think he actually runs any of Russia. <laughs> I think he's so controlled by, like, the Kremlin and the Russian mafia that he, they're just like, hey, you just make the policies that will make sure that you never leave and you do your thing. And he's like, okay, I have fun guy who comes to karate, you know? And that's so he's it. Just, he's just the figurehead at this point. Interesting. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. Well, and he's like, fun game, drug him. You know? <laughs> It'll be fun game. Like, I well, think he's just out for the lols. <laughs> Well, I love that. Okay, Toddy. Well, we've had an amazing chat here on Squirrel Talk. Um, I'm so excited for your debut on Call Me Mother. Um, Do you want to shout out to the children where they can find you on the socials and stuff? Yeah, I am full-time Toddy because I'm Toddy full-time across every social media. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. I will have a website one day. Email me your butt. You know, uh, Toddy is in the hot drink. You got it. 
amazing. And I have, of course, been Hillary Ass of the the uh, Squirrel Talk people. Make sure to check out our other podcast on Canada's Drag Race with Vicky and Selena. They're going to have Fahrenheit on, I believe, this week. Also from Call Me Mother star. Um, and uh, next week's going to be Snatch Game. I'm so excited for Snatch Game. Um, Toddy, do you want to take us out with an, a little bit of your lovely operatics? That has been the end now. <laughs> Squirrel team does a good job. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> Squirrel, see you next time. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.